Jonathan Esther, Jonathan, Jonathan, Jonathan Esther. Jonathan Esther, Jonathan, Jonathan, Jonathan Esther. Shivani and JR are the announcers at a wrestling promotion on TNT whose biggest attraction are John Moxley, Cody Rhodes, The Young Bucks, and Kenny Omega. Welcome to the show, everybody. This is your Royal Rumble review. This will be the first time I will actually review the Royal Rumble in full detail. Like, I actually have such detailed notes right now that I just have never done this before. Like I said, the Royal Rumble is my very favorite pay-per-view, so I've usually just sit back and enjoy it. But you know what's funny? Even though I was planning on doing this as of, as of three weeks ago, two or three weeks ago, something was off about this pay-per-view, right? And I think, and once again, when I recorded Sunday's show, I did it immediately after SmackDown. So I had yet seen had yet not seen yet not i had not yet seen um some information so i did not know the reason why keith leaves off tv i, I assumed it's because he had nothing for him but apparently him and mia yim have COVID. now he has not come out and said he has COVID. mia yim has COVID. they live together whatever um so you assume that he's just quarantining so i think it was more because of the excitement for him but it's funny i had several people say to me after they saw that edge promo they really felt like edge was winning and i had i've i still have not watched that edge but did i watch the edge promo i don't think i've i don't think i've watched the edge promo i think i just kind of saw it and i already knew what was going to happen so i just skipped over because in all fairness i i'm not edge fan I've never been an Edge fan. I can care less about Edge. Um, was it a cool moment to see the fans react to him last year at the Rumble comeback? Of course. Um, but I've, I've been always a Christian guy. Um, we'll get to him in a second. Um, but yeah, he just has never done anything for me. Like, I've always thought he was a... I don't... I know he did some... I, I, I truly know in my heart as a wrestling fan, 
he did some good stuff. It's just some people I'm not fans of. Like, to me, I was never a Bret Hart fan until he went dark in 97. And then after that, the only thing I really liked that he did once he went to WCW was the Goldberg Spirit thing where he had the metal plate on his uh, stomach and Goldberg Spirit him. But, like, otherwise, I could care less for Bret Hart. You know, I, I think... With Bret Hart, at least, no, at least with Bret Hart, I can enjoy his matches. I always enjoyed his matches. Even if I didn't like him, I could enjoy his matches. With Edge, people would always type up his matches. I didn't think they were always that great. You know, like I said, he's had some decent matches. Like, to me, his TLC match in Canada uh, against John Cena for the WWE Championship was a good, was a good match. Um, obviously, TLC... With all the other guys involved, um, his Undertaker, his WrestleMania 24 match with the Undertaker was a good match. But I just, I'm just not an Edge fan, dude. And it, well, you know what? That's okay. You know, like some people have told me, I've had some people tell me they they didn't think Christian was that great. I said that's 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 okay. You know, I'm not here to change your mind. I don't want you to try and change mine. I enjoy what I enjoy. You enjoy what you enjoy. Like to me. Even though I thought Christian had some pretty good matches in WWE, I thought he really was able to open up and become who he was destined to be when he went to uh, NWA TNA. And he had the undefeated run. He was actually able to just, to do so much more. Um, but anyways, I, I, it's, it's, it's just funny how so many people jumped on the bandwagon after that promo. And I, and I just was like, huh. I, I knew there was something to it. But I was just like, hmm. This thing... I just could care less, you know. I just, I just want, I just want a good Royal Rumble. And to me, the two Royal Rumbles, huh, I would have to say, out of the two, they were both not, not that bad, right? I did. Matter of fact, we'll get into that in a second. Let me use uh, overall the show. I thought this was a decent show. I, I, I cannot complain. Um, I actually completely... I did not know the Women's Tag Team Championship match was on the pre-show. I thought it was going to be on a regular show. I ended up going on a website just because I was... Uh, I think it was during like a commercial break or something. And I just went on this website and it, and it shows that Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler have regained the Women's Tag Team Championships. So... I was like, oh, okay. And it came from a distraction from Ric Flair and Lacey Evans. And then interference from Lacey Evans. And Charlotte takes the pin. And obviously, this is leading to a one-on-one match. If, uh, no, it has to be Elimination Chamber that's up next, right? Yes, Elimination Chamber, then it's Fastlane. Um, so, I'm assuming it's leading to that. Um, but, yeah, you have new women's tag team champions. Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler are two-time women's champions. Uh, that's, no, I'm, I'm at least glad they took the belts off the people that they weren't actually utilizing as tag team champions. They were doing their own separate things. So that's the pre-show stuff. Let's get to the Royal Rumble itself. The night starts off with Drew McIntyre versus Goldberg for the WWE Championship. The match actually doesn't start because Goldberg gets hit with a spear from Drew McIntyre before the bell rings. Then they go outside and Goldberg spears him through the barricade. And then they both get in the ring, the bell rings, um, and pretty much it's what you pretty much expect after that. Uh, Bill hits, uh, Goldberg hits two spears, then he hits a, a jackhammer that 
it doesn't look really good. But but I don't think it was a bot. I just I don't think it was a botch. I think Drew is so so tall. He he just landed before Goldberg did. It just I just don't think that should be his finishing move anymore. It just feels like the people he probably can lift up still. It's I don't it's few and far between. But I think this had more to do with um, Drew McIntyre's height than anything else. Um, but anyways, Drew kicks out of it. Goldberg looks in shock. And then Drew hits one more Claymore. He, hits, he needed two Claymores to get the one, two, three on him. Goldberg hugs him afterwards, gives him the, the endorsement. Um, that's one match out of the way for Goldberg. Uh, and from what we have seen now, and I was listening to his podcast earlier. I listened to two podcasts earlier, and I heard their take on it, and I'm going to get to that later on at the end of this, but I don't know where Goldberg fits in this whole thing, because there was no advancement on The Fiend stuff. The Fiend has been away since he got burned. The only thing I can think of is they're leaving that, if if they're really going to have a Firefly Funhouse match... That match is going to be between Fiend and The Orton at WrestleMania, at two-night WrestleMania. Otherwise, there was no advancement. So I'm kind of like, where do you slot Goldberg in here? Because he's not going to be a championship match, which, thank God. But what do you do with him? The, the, every suggestion I'm hearing is Orton versus Goldberg, which makes sense. You know, a guy who wants the legends to have respect, air quotes, and a man that has no respect for them. But, like... They need to give the ending to, well, <laughs> they don't need to do anything. We know this. I think it will behoove them after three months of this to give some real closure. Um, but I don't know. Anyways, Drew McIntyre retains the WWE Championship. Next up was Sasha Banks and Carmella. Carmella and Sasha Banks have good chemistry, but I really do think Sasha, um, excuse me, Carmella has just gotten better. And, um... And she wasn't bad before, you know, but when she had her first WWE Women's Championship run on SmackDown, where, by the way, she got a victory, pinfall victory over Asuka, thanks to a distraction from James Ellsworth, um, she wasn't that good. I think they moved her and separated her from Enzo and Kaz. I, I I never understood why they broke up those three. You know, obviously, they saw star power in her and stars in those two, but, like, I never understood why he broke that act up, you know, but she's gotten better. Like her movements are smoother. Like, and obviously Sasha Banks is who she is. So it may just be who she's with, but I don't think so. I think this is all her. She's gotten better. I'm looking forward to seeing her get, um, another match later on down the road. This just isn't her time. This, this is meant to be Sasha Banks going into mania as the women's champion. I believe for the first time in her career. So this is this is Sasha Banks' time. Um, she taps out. Carmella does to the bank statement. Also, so- Soleil, like he he gets beat up, and the referee's like warning him, but he he just got beat up by Sasha after saving her, and then the referee kicks him out. I'm like, what did he get kicked out for? I, I was like scratching my head at that. But anyways, the New Day reunite. Kofi shows up on screen, um, and. He's not compete, clear to compete, but he's wearing his wrestling gear because it's uh, John Huber, a.k.a. Brody Lee, exclusive gear that they're wearing. Um, that's how close Big E was to uh, John Huber. But first of all, this gear looks super tight. Two, 
if they're have if they're gonna have any type of ring collect side collectibles action figures exclusives i need all that in my life like it was badass um uh gear and um for those of you who, who are have who have asked why are the new day like so in why are they like really like disintent on honoring this man Literally, if you watch the AEW Unrestricted podcast with Amy Huber, John Huber's uh, former wife, uh, widow, uh, she says she called two people when she knew that when the doctors told her, hey, he's John's dying. He's this is it for him. She called Cody, who was in Atlanta and had to drive down. And she called Big E and said, hey, in order for in, in order for me to tell Brody Lee Jr., I need you guys to be here. And I think I think Big E already lives in Florida, uh, so that, that's how close that Big E and John were. They were pretty much like best friends, so that's why. Um, for those who are asking, um, also uh, they did a performance of Bad Bunny's Booker T. I've not heard the song. Um, I had to I had to performance on mute. I did write down here like, why do we have a live performance with no crowd? When we usually when they have performances with live crowds, no one actually cares. Just a thought. Anyways, next up is the Women's Royal Rumble. And this is where we're getting into a lot of numbers, a lot of details. So just follow me on this journey, okay? I will give out the the, the number. I will first do who, who came out at number 1 to 30, right? We already knew who number 30 was because Natalia... And, some, and Tamina fought for the number 30 spot. Why those two? Reasons. Um, and then we're getting to eliminations. The number they got eliminated and who eliminated them. And then I will tell you guys my final takes on the show. Like what I thought the highlights were, okay? Number one was Bailey. Number two was the returning Naomi who's been gone for months. Um, why? No, don't know. Number three was Bianca Belair. But and this is just a fun fact I thought about this. This is the second year in a row Bianca Bianca has been the Iron Woman in the Royal Rumble. Think about that. She was a she was also the, the Iron Woman. Then she wasn't this low in the, in the count, but she was the Iron. I think she lasted just as long. Matter of fact, why am I even guessing? We could just look it up right now. Uh, let's see. Because. And I know for a fact she was in there the longest. And her and Shayna tied, and this is on the WWE Network, I think they tied for eight eliminations each in that Rumble. But she was definitely the Iron Woman. And so let's see. This is a lot more annoying. That's all it's gonna be. Let's see. Yeah, they don't have it separated yet by women. Yeah, here we go. 
She has spent Bianca this year. She went 56 minutes and 49 seconds. Right. Last year, she went 33 minutes. Two years in a row, she was in that rumble pretty much the entire time. So she was the Iron Woman last year as well. Number four was Billy Kay. Number five was Shotzi Blackheart. Six was Shayna Baszler. Seven was Tony Storm. Eight was Jillian, who returned. Uh, she, I wouldn't call her a legend. She was a comedy act. Nine was Ruby uh, Riot. Ten was Victoria returning. How about that return? Eleven was Peyton Royce. Twelve was Santana Garrett. Thirteen was Liv Morgan. Fourteen was Rhea Ripley. 15 was Charlotte, 16 was Dana, 17 was Tori for her second Royal Rumble appearance, 18 was Lacey Evans, 19 was Mickey James, 20 was Nikki Cross, 21 was Alicia Fox returning, and that whole mess, whatever that was, 22 was Mandy Rose, 23 was Dakota Kai, 24 was Carmella, no clue how she qualified for the Rumble after she just lost her WWE Championship match, but whatever 25 was tamina so you're telling me her and natty fought for five spots okay 26 was the returning lana 27 was alexa 28 was ember moon 29 was naya and 30 was natalia so first let's get some gripes out the way because and you're gonna have me hustling with these notes right first of all the billy k stuff i know some people just don't like her I enjoyed her trying to find a friend to actually go into the Rumble match with. Like, she refused to go into the ring until she found a partner. I, I'm not going to lie, I did chuckle. And then when Jillian came out, my first thought was, oh, that's the perfect person to go in there with. And they were teammates for a while. I enjoyed the the, the Billy Kay stuff. And even when her and Peyton Royce, like, came back and then, like, Jillian, like, looked at her and was like, you're supposed to be on, I know it was Ruby Riot. She was like, she looked at her like, are you on my team or hers? And like, you've seen the jealousy on Peyton Royce's face. It was just hilarious because like, that's that's her role and I get it. She's like the female R-Truth. I just think she plays her role very well and I'm glad she got some kind of shine here. Another note I noticed was uh, there was a heavy NXT influence in this. Um, like, it, and it wasn't like these women were first time in the Rumble. Like, this is with Shotzi Blackheart's second year in the Rumble. Ember Moon's been in the Rumble. So I'm wondering if they just didn't have enough women. And that and so they brought a bunch of NXT women. Um, Jillian lasted a lot longer than I expected. Uh, of course, Billy Kay ends up being, being the one that eliminates her, which is just poetic. Um, Ruby Wright got eliminated in one of the sickest ways. So she has Peyton Royce trying to powerbomb her on the apron. Bailey goes underneath their legs, underneath the ropes, takes Ruby Wright and power bombs her on the floor. It was just freaking sick. Dana, Dana Brooke got, also took a power bomb on the apron for elimination. I personally like how angry Charlotte was. Like she is just seething at the fact that Lacey Evans came out in this robe and and it was just it was I, I like that version of her more. Even though I still think she's like she's in the Randy Orton position. She's a terrible babyface. She's just not likable as a babyface. But I do like Angry Charlotte, though. Um, I did not like how they put the 24-7 crap in it. I understand that Alicia uh, Fox, her gimmick was that she was crazy. But and I fully understand that. And she did end up winning the uh, the 24-7 tile for all of four or five seconds. But, like, to me, this didn't need to be in this. Like, to me, the Rumble should be sacred ground. 
and I just didn't like it. But once again, I get why they used Alicia Fox because first of all, she wasn't winning. We know that, but it just fits the character air quotes. I'm doing air quotes. You can't see me doing air quotes to do that. But I just it didn't need to be a part of it. Uh, obviously, our truth wins the spot back. Um, Naomi had one of the sickest ways of getting herself back into the Rumble. She essentially used Bianca Belair's long hair to get herself back into the Rumble after she was on the floor, but her feet never hit the ground. So she essentially grabbed Bianca Belair's hair and lifted herself back up. It, you need This is going to be on YouTube tomorrow or whenever you listen to this. You need to watch that. At least that. Even if you don't watch the, the Women's Rumble, watch that spot. Um... Alexa Bliss comes in and all the women end up ganging up on her and it looks like she's about to fiend up and turn to this crazy monster and Rhea Ripley does not give her the chance. She just tosses her out. My first thought was, that's actually a pretty smart way to book her. Like before she gets to be unstoppable, just kick her out the freaking match. Um, Nia and Shayna just beat up everybody. I don't know what this was supposed to solve, but they just, I guess, showing their dominance in the women's division. Uh, the final four consisted of interesting for only one there was no possibility of her winning but it was natty bianca belair charlotte and rhea ripley uh bianca belair wins it and she's it's her i mean i think everyone's called her versus sasha uh, which means rhea ripley's got to go through the elimination chamber in order to get that women's championship match which i can still see it go the fun fact about this Rumble is, obviously, the, the Women's Royal Rumble's only been around for, what, four years. But this is the first time that you've had the Iron Men, for Iron Men and women for both Rumbles win the Rumble. Edge was at one. Bianca was at three. So these people were in the ring a lot, a long time. Um, but yeah, even though my prediction was wrong about Rhea, this, this didn't deter me. She was, a, she was down to the final two. She's getting that. She's, she's on to Wrestle, WrestleMania, so... Um, here's what I was saying. There was this was a very botchy at times, uh, not botchy enough for me to say it was a bad rumble. Um, it was still, I think, a decent rumble, but it was botchy at times. Uh, Naomi was playing the Rey Mysterio role from 2006. She was just laying down most of the time, and when she had her spots, she did her spots. But Naomi was also another Iron Woman in this as well, because she came out in number two, and she lasted pretty freaking long. Um, and it took two people to eliminate her. So um, she looked really good for in her return. Um, I don't know where you slot her at WrestleMania. I'm assuming the Women's Battle Royal. That sucks, but, you know, um, by, by assume, that's where she's going. So let's get to the eliminations now that I've given you my thoughts on it. As oh, well, before we get to that, my final thoughts on the winner. It was between Bianca and Rhea. You know, I think I think anyone who's listened to my podcast has heard that. I just thought Rhea would come in with a bang. But look here. If you don't want... Because I, I would have to assume... I'm hoping that there's only two Elimination Chamber matches this year. A men's and a women's. So since Bianca is property of SmackDown... I'm just hoping that there's a women's elimination chamber match, just one, and that was I think last year it wasn't like three last year or something like that. It was something ignorant last year. Either way, we did. It was one that we didn't need. I think it was the one with Shayna Baszler. But I think if you look at the six women you can put in that elimination chamber match, you can put Charlotte in there. You can put Rhea Ripley in there. 
Let's see who else. Who else is on Raw? I'm assuming because they have big plans for Peyton Royce. Peyton Royce will be in there. Um, that's three. I think Mickey James coming back was just admiration. I don't think she's going to be in any matches. I'll have to assume Alexa Bliss and maybe even Nikki Cross will be in there. And who else? Who else? Who's who, who, Well, in between Nia and Shayna, you know, like you know, you've, you've, you have options of doing this. Um, but I'm I'm hoping that makes the most sense as far as the winner goes. It's I've been saying Bianca versus, uh, versus Sasha Banks at Mania. This just cements it. I don't know which night you're gonna put on. It doesn't matter. I think it'll be a great match. Bianca's super talented and she's gonna have her moment. Cause I I can't see a scenario. Like, I don't think there's a scenario where Bianca does not leave out of WrestleMania 37 or 38 as the WWE Women's SmackDown's champion. But let's get to eliminations. Shotzi Blackheart was the first eliminated by Shayna. Jillian was the second eliminated by Billy Kay. Then Billy Kay was eliminated by the Riot Squad. Tony Storm was eliminated by Rhea Ripley. Victoria was eliminated by Shayna. Garrett, uh, Santana Garrett. Ooh, ooh. Santana Garrett, excuse me, was eliminated by Rhea Ripley. Ruby Riot was eliminated by Bailey. Liv Morgan was eliminated by Peyton, uh, Peyton Royce. Dan Brooke was eliminated by Rhea. Uh, Peyton Royce was eliminated by Charlotte Flair. Tori was eliminated by Shayna. Bailey was eliminated by Bianca. So just a, another just jab to, to 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 Bailey from Bianca. Uh, Alicia Fox was eliminated by Mandy Rose. Mickey James was eliminated by Lacey Evans. Dakota Kai was eliminated by Rhea Ripley. Mandy Rose was eliminated by Rhea Ripley. Nikki Cross was eliminated by Carmella. Carmella was eliminated by technically Naomi. Alexa Bliss was eliminated by Rhea Ripley. Lacey Evans was eliminated by Shayna. Ember Moon was eliminated by Naya. Naomi was eliminated by Naya and Shayna. Tamina, Naya, and Shayna. Shayna by Naya. Naya by Lana. Lana by Natty. Natty by Bianca. Charlotte by Rhea and Bianca Belair. And then Rhea by Bianca Belair. So if you look at last year and this year, I believe the most eliminations. So let's see. Shayna had one, two, three. Four, five. She had five more eliminations this year, which makes her count up to 13. That's a lot. But I think Bianca had a few more too. Let's just see. One, two, three. She had four more. Um, so one one lower. But I think Rhea Ripley had the most eliminations in this in this rumble. She showed her ass off. One, two, three, four, five, six. She had seven eliminations. So uh, those are your three top eliminations. Uh, people who eliminated people. Like I said, overall, this was a decent rumble. It was it was botchy at times. Can't complain with the winner. The future's right there. And the, and the fact that their final two are probably going to be the women, one for sure, one still up in the air. But those have to be the women that are going to challenge for your your women's championships. They, they are the current future. So... That was just that was a interesting rumble. Um, Peter Rosenberg, and this did not change. He distracts our truth with saying John Cena was uh, in attendance, and as soon as our truth turns around, he gets low blowed and cradled, and he wins the twenty four seven championship. Our truth does not win it back tonight. 
from everything I've seen, I've been looking before I came on air, and I don't, I don't think he's got the belt back. So you have Pierre Rosenberg, who will probably be on Hot 97 tomorrow morning when with the 24-7 championship. That should be interesting. Uh, next up was the Roman Reigns-Kevin Owens match. This match, they beat the hell out of each other. And say what you want to about how Reigns did it, but Owens should get no more shots at the championship. Um, Reigns did what he had to do. Um, I do love how Reigns sounds just like a drunk or a man that beats his wife or something. And like he's saying how he can't go home unless he puts food on the table. You don't understand my struggles. Like, like dude, you, you have to like, you, you got to beat your woman or something in order to, to go home. I was like, calm down. It's just, I like, I mean, that's a bad analogy probably, but you get my point of how like, of how he, how his desperation to be, to, to prove that he's still the head of the table it's just one of those things that, uh, sorry, I had to cut my TV down. Um, it, it's, it just proves that like how, what he'll do to go there. Like, will you, are you willing to go as far as he is? Not just in physically beating you up, but like beating other people up as well. You know what I'm saying? So this proved it, man. This was brutal, man. Um, these guys beat each other up. The, there was a, Kevin Owens went on top of a forklift to do a swanton bomb a table on on Roman Reigns. Um, there was a pop-up power bomb on a table that did not break. And then he had to go up top and do a frog splash to make it break. Um, there was a spear through a Titantron. There was a clear botch here, though. Like, Roman Reigns gets handcuffed. And he gets handcuffed in a, in a position where he can't stand. But he can kneel, though, right? And I think Reigns noticed this when he realized Paul Heyman was having trouble unlocking him. And so he had to get to his feet and just kneel. Um, but like it was taking Paul Heyman a long time to unlock this. He just couldn't get it. And at one point before, while Reigns is still sitting down, the ref is at six and the ref stops counting. And I noticed it. And I remember thinking to myself, I was like, why is the ref stop counting? I think Reigns, someone must've said, Paul Heyman must've said, Hey man, at least kneel. You know what I'm saying? Because that they because they had noticed the ref stopped. Now I was kind of confused at this finish, only because Kevin Owens had the momentum, and even though he had just got been low blow, Kevin Owens was standing up there just waiting. Then all of a sudden, Reigns just puts him in the guillotine and he chokes him out. Like the the ending was very weird and awkward, and you could tell they were thrown off by. It taking Paul Heyman so long to unlock his his, his client's wrist. Because I think what was supposed to happen was, Owens, well, first of all, how we got there. Reigns is sitting down. He has no way of standing up. The ref is right next to him. Reigns looks around, grabs the ref, pushes him in, or throws him into, um, I don't know even what to call it, but it was into like a metal piece of the Titantron, knocks the ref out. The ref was at nine. So now a new ref comes in to check out the old ref, but the old ref is knocked out. So the new ref starts counting. Well, by this time, Reigns had given Owens a low blow. So I think what's supposed to happen was the low blow happens. Reigns gets unlocked, guillotine, choked out. But it was so long from the freaking low blow that um, Owens just walked into it. So the end was botchy. Overall, this was a great match, but like because of the end, it was very, a very awkward end. 
Um, but this puts a cap on their feud. There was no Jey Uso. I'm assuming Jey Uso is out for the same reason Kevin Owens was out. He has potentially gotten COVID or been exposed to a COVID um, person or whatever. But I'm assuming that's the only reason why um, he's not on TV. Um, it was good to not have any interference, though. So I'll take it, you know. Um, next up in the main event is the Men's Royal Rumble. And Edge just keeps adding to his legacy. He's a Hall of Famer. Uh, he's what? Only the third man to ever go from number one. We have Shawn Michaels, Shawn Michaels who did it at number one. Chris Benoit who did it at number one. And I believe Edge. Edge went coast to coast. He was in the ring the entire time. And he won the Men's Royal Rumble to add to his legacy. And look here. As I said at the top of the show, I'm not a fan of Edge. I'm just not. However, we all know that he's going to get a WWE championship around his waist. I would much rather get it over with and let him let them have their dream matches or whatever you want to call it. And that'll be it. Right. Um, I just I don't. Well, I, I say one. Goldberg has that too. Um but either way, just get it out the way. I do not need to see so many repeat winners, though. That's the most frustrating thing, I think, to me, is that we didn't need a, a, another... We could, we could have gotten edged there a different way. But you know what? Looking at this list, like I'm glad I wrote it down this year. For some reason, I thought this year we had some real heavy hitters in this. Honestly, I take Edge out because he's a part-timer. The only heavy hitter I think we actually had in the Rumble was Seth Rollins, AJ Styles, Sheamus, Daniel Bryan, and I think that's it. And I'm not even counting Orton because Orton's in the feud, so I, we know that wasn't going anywhere. But I mean, I, for some reason, I thought there was more heavy hitters than there was. So, And that's on me, just me not paying attention on me just overthinking it because i tend to do that with the royal rumbles i tend just to be like i'm in rumble I'm, i want to watch you know um but edge is only the third man to do it uh like i said he went coast to coast and uh we had some interesting uh people in this rumble so let's get to it we had edge at number one orton at number two that was already pre-announced even though I think they said the reverse. I think they said Orton was supposed to be number one, but it doesn't matter. It's the same shit. But I think they changed it to Edge number one because technically number one has the stigma of being the first one. So you, whatever. Number three was Sami Zayn. Four was Ali. Five was Jeff Hardy. Six was Dolph Ziggler. Seven was Shinsuke Nakamura. Eight was a returning Carlito who is jacked. I've seen pictures of him. But, like, I saw I knew he was jacked, but he is absolutely jacked. Number 9 is Xavier Woods. 10 is Big E. 11 is Morrison. 12 is Ricochet. 13 is Elias. 14 is Damian Priest. I believe making his main roster debut there. 15 is The Miz. 16 is Matt Riddle. 17, Daniel Bryan. 18, Kane had returned. 19, Baron Corbin. 20, Otis. 21, Dominique Mysterio. 22, Lashley. 23, Hurricane. 24, Christian made his return to the ring for the first time in what five or six years. I popped like 
I literally saw his name on the title. I said, Christian? I unmuted the TV. I popped hard. As I said earlier, I'm a huge Christian fan. This is not going to be a push or anything for him. I know it, which is great. It's fine, no matter what. But just to see him in the ring, and hopefully he can get the same uh, respect respect that edge has i know vincent man does not respect Ed, christian as much as he does edge but hoping christian can end his career the way he wants to and not just with him being told hey whatever the bleep i don't think there's a sp- I, he looks good in the rumble right and i'm pretty sure he can still go i don't think it makes sense for him to go to aew and i don't think he wants to go to aew and i'm not saying i want to see him go to aew my point is i just want to see a, a talented guy like Christian, a Hall of Famer in Christian, even if you don't count anything he did in WWE, his TNA stuff is Hall of Fame worthy alone. But even then, we all know he's a Hall of Famer, even if you just put him in a tag team with Edge. But he's he is a single career that's uh, worthy of Hall of Fame. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but this was a huge moment. I loved it. 25, AJ Styles. 26, Rey Mysterio. 27, Sheamus. 28, Cesaro. 29, Seth Rollins. The returning Seth Rollins. 30, is Braun Strowman. So just quick news and notes. Edge and Orton mainly fought outside the ring. Orton didn't spend any time in this rumble. He feigned a knee injury. He was out for a good portion of this rumble. It reminded me of the 1999 Royal Rumble where Austin and McMahon fought outside predominantly. And then Austin and McMahon were both out the rumble for a majority of the match. And then it ended with those two. That's tit- Except McMahon Austin lasted a little bit longer than this, the, the, fi- the finale. But otherwise, it wasn't anything like that. Um... Corey Graves called the Miz a hip-hop icon. So earlier in the night, Bad Bunny performed for Booker, the Booker T song. And so there was a skit where Miz and Morrison was trying to recruit Bad Bunny. And Bad Bunny and Booker T were not having it. So when Miz comes out, he destroys Bad Bunny's set of DJ of computers and all this other stuff. And so that prompts Bad Bunny to come out and do a jump off the top rope onto Miz and Morrison. And... This feels like they're going to lead to a WrestleMania. Not WrestleMania match or anything. Well, well, I didn't even think about that until I just said it. I promise you that was not in my notes. I promise you I'm not trying to talk anything into existence. Well, I was about to talk something into existence. I would say this looks like they're setting Miz and Morrison up to be at WrestleMania against celebrities. And, oh, God. Can't believe I haven't said that. Anyways, let's, let's, let's just get to the eliminations. Then I'll give my final thoughts on the Rumble. Jeff Hardy was the first one eliminated by Dolph Ziggler. Sami Zayn by Big E. Xavier Woods by Ali. Ali by Big E. Carlito by Elias. Elias by Damian Priest. Miz by Damian Priest. Morris by Damian Priest. Dolph Ziggler by Kane. Ricochet by Kane. Damian Priest by Kane. No, excuse me. Kane by Damian Priest. Shinsuke Nakamura by Corbin. Lotus by Corbin. Uh, Dominique eliminated Corbin. Dominique by Lashley. And Lashley launched this kid over the top rope. He didn't even make it in the same... He, like, I don't think Ray was even in the Rumble yet. But he didn't have a chance. Uh, Damian Priest by Lashley. Hurricane by Lashley and Big E. By the way, I didn't know I wanted a Big E and Lashley match. So I seen them actually in the ring together. I need that in my life. So y'all can make that happen. Bobby Lashley was eliminated by like four different people. Big E and Rey Mysterio were both eliminated by Omos, who wasn't even in the damn Rumble. 
Daniel Bryan was eliminated by Seth Rollins. When, when, and when I saw that, I looked at I said, there's only one person that can win now. It can only be Edge. Like, Rollins is not winning it. Like, as you, once I saw that, I said, oh, that's, that kind of sucks. Matt Riddle was eliminated by Rollins. Braun Strowman by Edge and Christian at the same time as uh, Braun is being eliminated. Christian was then eliminated by Seth Rollins. Edge then eliminated Seth Rollins. So now you think he's the winner. But if you're smart enough and you remember, you know he's not the winner yet. Randy Orton comes back out from behind, hits him with an RKO, tries to eliminate him, tries to throw him over the top rope. Edge counters, throws him over the top rope, and now you have another two-time winner of the Rumble. I believe that technically makes what? Hogan's a two-time winner. Shawn Michaels is a two-time winner. Steve Austin is a three-time winner. Randy Orton is a two-time winner. John Cena is a two-time winner. Batista is a two-time winner. I think that makes Edge the seventh two-time winner in WWE history. And actually a fun fact. You look at all this, right? Look at the, the people who've won it, all seven. Batista has lost one championship match at Mania and won another. Edge, after his first Royal Rumble win, already lost. He lost that match to Chris Jericho. Shawn Michaels lost to Diesel his first year winning. The second year, he defeated Bret Hart. Steve Austin lost in a fatal four-way match, so he didn't even technically get his WWE Championship match at WrestleMania, but he defeated The Rock both times when he went to. But um, Randy Orton did not win his first Royal Rumble Championship match. He lost to Triple H, but then defeated Bray Wyatt. This, there's a pattern here. Will Edge break keep the pattern going and have his second time be when he wins it and split it? But everyone who's won multiple Royal Rumbles has at lost at least one of those championship matches. I didn't even name them all. We, we named Shawn Michaels. We named Batista, Cena. He he made it. He didn't even wait for WrestleMania. Remember, he challenged. Uh, I think at the next pay per view was was it Randy Orton was it who was the champion? At the time, but either way, yeah, because it was a triple threat match at WrestleMania. So he, 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 I don't think he lost the match. I think he won by disqualification or something like that. But either way, he didn't get that championship match. It wasn't until the second time when he, I think, defeated or threw Ryback out last. That's when he beat The Rock. Every two-time winner has, and well, Hogan just, Hogan was champion that first time. Um, still doesn't really count with him. But everyone else split. Well, I guess technically he still split because, well, that rule wasn't even in place when Hogan won it. So, anyways, let's just go with the other six. So, that's a little fun fact there. Um, overall, this is a decent rumble. Like I said, like once I wrote these names down, I realized there aren't really any believable people. I knew Nakamura wasn't going to win it. You know, Damian Priest showed his ass off. I think he had, like, the most eliminations. Let's look. Damian Priest said one, two, three, four. He had four eliminations. Um, Big E probably had more. One, two, three. No, he had three. Um, Rollins, one, two. Edge and Christian. Edge, one, two, three. Braun Strowman had one, two. Well, he had three. Well, I guess it was pretty even, actually. So I guess it was pretty even, but Damian Priest had a nice showing for himself. He's officially on the main roster. Um, I don't know what this leaves Daniel Bryan. I believe last year... On one of my shows, I said Daniel Bryan versus Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins is the man that eliminated him. Rollins is on SmackDown. 
maybe that's the WrestleMania match. The Messiah versus, you know, the Yes Movement. So, I don't know. what do you do with Christian? You know, like Christian, is he is he back as just a part-timer and you can have him wrestle? Or what will you do with him? I mean, he's still in shape and I'm assuming they wouldn't let him get in the ring. I mean, first of all, they let him get back in the ring because if he wants to wrestle, there's other places he can go. And with AEW signing Sting and making him a premier thing, premier, uh, making him just a premier event, uh, that's the wrong word I'm looking for right there. Um, premier talent, excuse me. They they will do the same thing with freaking Christian. I don't think he wants to do that, you know. However, like it's it's I, I, I he wants it in his in his career on his term terms obviously. So, and but we all know his history of concussions. So I don't know what you do with him, but there's there's a lot of things you can do. But I I, I think I'm I will put the women's above this. Even with the twenty four seven bullshit, only because I didn't realize. I think I just, I'm just constantly thinking about the people who are coming up. And once again, with with no Keith Lee, who I was really excited to see, now it's like also, but also, who's Drew challenging next? Who's challenging Drew next? Excuse me. Edge isn't on a particular brand. You know what I'm saying? He's a part timer. I don't think part timers are on specific brands. So we'll see. Um, but we know Edge is in one of the main events at WrestleMania, and we know Bianca Belair is one is in one of the main events at WrestleMania as well. So, um, it's gonna be interesting road to WrestleMania. I see a lot of excitement for Edge on online now, and so happy for him. Um, like I said, I'm just not a big fan. Um, not a fan at all. Um, but see, look here. If you are, congratulations. I'm happy. That you're happy. That is your Royal Rumble review, and that's all I got. You know, I'm I'm excited to see what this two night WrestleMania will bring. Um, maybe an Edge Reigns match. We've never seen that before, but I don't think we've actually seen a, a Edge Drew McIntyre match. Not with Drew being like this. I'm not counting the chosen one, Drew McIntyre, three and B Drew McIntyre. This is a different Drew McIntyre. I don't know what the what the, the, the feud would be, but. We will see. And hopefully they stay away from Randy Orton and Edge. So, go from there. So, anyways, I will see you guys in a couple weeks. Um, I've already recorded a lot of those. Uh, the next two weeks of shows are already recorded, set and ready to go. I'm going to be off just kind of chilling. Maybe I'll watch the shows. Maybe I won't. I don't know. You know. Um, but, hope you guys enjoy your week. Starting off, this is the first day of February. So, get it in. That's, I see things a little differently. We're out.